Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker. It is time now for The Bigger Picture with Ryan Huang. And Ryan, based on the current climate, there are a lot of what-ifs questions, especially when you look at how the rising interest rates environment is sort of starting to go up. The questions of, you know, whether or not the Fed is going to continue its slowdown or does it need to continue fighting it aggressively, uh, what kind of signs we're watching out for. And more importantly, you're focusing on how this affects the Singapore tech stocks uh, sector. That's right. What if we hike rates too much? And what if we get a hard landing? And what if we get a recession? A lot of questions being asked and some worries and jitters around what's around the corner with the US manufacturing gauge, for example, overnight slowing down to its well, source pace in two years. And over the weekend, we had China's factory activity unexpectedly contracting in July at a reading of 49, down from 50.2 in June. What does it mean for the manufacturing sector as well as tech stocks? Let's check in with Derek Seat. He is the head of small mid-caps research for RHB Singapore. Morning, Derek. Morning, Ryan. Hey, glad to have you on. And you've been watching this space very closely. Let's talk about what's playing out right now. We've got signs of a slowdown, talk about recession. What type of impact will this have on the tech sector? I think in generally, rising rates will actually be quite negative for the tech sector as the cost of doing business will increase and acquisitions across the space will also be more expensive and then there will be less due to the rise in borrowing costs. And most importantly, demand will also be affected as disposable income from consumers will be lower or if a recession occurs in the future. So we do, you know, we are quite actually negative on the tech sector, you know, if the rates continue to rise. Mm, does this proportionally affect the tech sector more than other sectors? Yes and no, actually. I think other sectors will also be affected as well. It really depends on, I would say, the tech sector, I mean, the, the portion of the tech sector itself. It will be quite general. I think all sectors will be affected. Mm, yeah. I mean, all sectors in the tech sector. Give us a bit of a background to what makes up the tech sector. Okay, I think Semicon uh, is, is something that, you know, has been uh, highly focused in the last few years, uh, will likely slow down going forward. I mean, we have already seen signs of slowing down on the Semicon space. Uh, you know, uh, some big players in this space have actually delayed capex already. So we do think that basically the semicon space, if it slows down, will actually, you know, uh, have a, I mean, cause a bigger correction mm-hmm. across the players, you know, especially in the Singapore uh, space, which actually has, is quite dependent on the US big players. To some extent, uh, the boom years of COVID-19 where there was a strong demand for devices and to some extent as well, the tightening of purse strings, just holding back expansion plans for many of these businesses also could be pressure on the tech sector. Uh, Walk us through the share price performance in the past year. How has it done versus the benchmarks? I think the share price performance in the past year has been has been has been quite good, except for the fourth quarter. So for last year, I think uh, we have seen many stocks actually corrected. Close, I mean, has actually gained in the last three years about close to about two hundred percent to three hundred percent for some of these players. But across this year and the and the fourth quarter last year, it has actually corrected more than fifty to sixty percent till date. And we do think that if margins uh, continue to be pressured uh, due to the high to rise in interest rates. Uh, this share price should actually will likely actually correct more going forward. Mm, and Jerry, when you talk about margins, what are we looking at and how much more pressure are we looking at? I mean, we are beginning to see signs of margin pressures from listed companies in the tech space ranging to about 3 to 10%. But most of these companies are trying to pass on costs gradually to their customers 
but it will take some time before their margins can be normalised. However, we think that you know, margins will likely continue to pressure as costs continue to be increased uh, due to inflation. Yeah, you talked about the pressure on tech stocks. I think in some cases we've seen it go through a bit of correction to the tune of 50 to 70% in some cases. So it does look yeah. quite cheap on that front. Uh, but the big question is, will it get cheaper? What's your take, Jerry? Are we looking at possibly a cheaper price in the coming days? Is this the right time to go in? I think it really depends on whether the recession in the US or UK occurs. If it occurs, then I think you know most likely you'll get cheaper because demand will, will drop and margins will continue to be pressured. So I would say that you know it's not the bottom now. Uh, it does look attractive, but I don't think that there's a bottom now for some of the stocks. Okay, if you look at your list, what's at the top and what's at the bottom? What would you be putting more exposure into and cutting exposure from? Okay, for us, we like defensive plays like Centurion and Sengchong. And on the tech space, we actually like Venture and Franken. So for Centurion, we believe that, you know, they are both his business pillars, the workers and civil accommodation are both benefiting from the lifting of COVID-19 restrictions. The return of foreign workers have also seen its workers' dormitory occupancy uh, recovering to close to about 90% from 60% last year. And student accommodation in the US and UK have also rebounded to close to few or full occupancy. Uh, student accommodation is also a very defensive and recession-slash-inflationary-proof business, and they are actually able to raise prices to pass on costs. Mm. You know, trading at just about five times PE this year and a 50 to 60% discount to NAV, uh, with major shareholders also buying around these levels. We believe that this level is actually quite a steal. Yeah, and they also have just reported a positive profit alert uh, last night as well. Yeah, so positive days ahead with the reopening of borders. How about Franken? Okay, for Franken, it actually currently reached our share price at current level. But we do believe that because the company is quite well diversified, uh, they are also trying to recover its margins by passing out costs to its customers gradually. We do think that margins will slightly improve in the subsequent quarters ahead. And they will actually do better than the first quarter that it, that it reported last, you know, in, in the first quarter of this year. Mm, and you have another one on your list, I believe is Venture. I'm looking at you know, a lot of um, major tech players holding back on expansion plans. Even Apple has had to come up with discount programs. What's your take on where Venture is going? I mean, we have the view that manufacturers like Venture, which reported, you know, strong first few numbers and will report its numbers in, on Friday later, later this week, will, will likely, you know, still guide for a positive outlook with a sturdy order book they will actually do much better still for the rest of this year because there's still quite a lot of pent-up demand uh, they have from their customers. I mean, we remain confident of venture ensuring a strong, a strong rebound mm. while component shortages will continue to ease through the course of this year. I mean, the group has also shown that it is able to maintain its margins despite this inflationary period, which actually highlights the strong relationship it has with its customers. Okay, strong fundamentals for some of these companies to watch out for. We've been chatting with Jarek Seat. He is the head of small mid-caps research for RHB Singapore. Jarek, thanks for your time this morning. Thank you so much, Ryan. Thanks for inviting me on the show as well. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.